many flowers, so little time. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. As warmer weather continues to increase in frequency, insects are able to be more active. Following the emergence of insects is the influx of birds that eat them, like many warblers. Responding to the increased presence of pollinators are the many spring wildflowers that rely upon those critical pollination services that will allow a plant to produce a fruit and later seeds for the next generation. So it is at this point in the spring when we have crossed the threshold from the gradual arrival of spring, one bird and flower at a time, to what often feels like an overwhelming crescendo of new birds, leaves, flowers, and bugs by the day. But before you get too wrapped up in the rush of the season, there is one overlooked flower that announces the estimated arrival date of the first rubies of summer, the wild strawberry. The next time you are wandering in a field considering when the first mow of the season will happen, look closely for the white flowers of wild strawberry plants. These flowers are less than an inch wide and usually have just five white petals surrounding a stamen-filled yellow center. Look for leaves composed of three leaflets, each roughly egg-shaped and just over an inch long, with boldly serrated edges, highlighting its kinship with the roses. The entire plant is less than a foot tall, and their runners, called stolons, allow them to spread horizontally and sprout up new individuals. So where you see one wild strawberry flower, you're bound to see more. Stolons are horizontal stems which grow on top of the ground to facilitate the plant spreading. Other plants have underground horizontal stems called rhizomes, like ginger. Wild strawberries often bloom near clumps of bluets, tiny flowers with yellow centers and four white petals tinged with blue. Bluets are the flowers that give you a double take on a chilly morning when you notice what your still wintry brain thinks might just be a new patch of snow. But wild strawberry flowers, hidden as they are unless you are right next to them, are there to remind you that summer really is coming right up. While the small, flavor-packed fruits of wild strawberries in the summer tend to get most of our attention, the earlier flowers and leaves are just as worthy of some notice. Wild strawberry flowers attract a variety of pollinators, as most flowers are designed to do, but there are some specialists out there that rely on wild strawberries in particular. There is a gall wasp, a leaf roller moth, and an aphid that specifically seek wild strawberry plants in addition to the bees, flies, and butterflies that are not too choosy about where they find their nectar and pollen resources. Humans can benefit from wild strawberry leaves as well, especially if gathered before the plant produces flowers. Considered a gentle herb, the leaves contain vitamin C. This is probably why the Cherokee used strawberry leaves to treat scurvy. Additionally, a tea of strawberry leaves can be supportive of women's health. So the next time you're outside reveling in the increasingly warm sunshine, you could spread out on your belly alongside a patch of wild strawberry flowers to observe the variety of insects that rely on their nectar. After all, those insects are what help transform these delicate white flowers into some of the first wild fruits of the year, the juicy ruby red strawberries that will be much harder to simply stop and stare at a few weeks from now. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. If you have a nature question that you want us to answer on our show or a nature observation to share, let us know. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology.